Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening and watching the Italian American Entertainment Podcast. And I'm your host, Vince Shirelli. And today I'll be interviewing Mark Spano, a prolific writer, filmmaker, and television producer. Over the last decade, he focused his talents and energy on his family's homeland as he wrote, directed, and produced Sicily, Land of Love and Strife, a feature-length documentary. So hello, Mark. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good to yeah. see you, Vince. How are good. things in Chicago? Oh, it's it's good. It's getting cold out here. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet it is. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 starting. We've actually been very lucky. Uh, we uh, we don't get as bad as you know downtown Chicago. We're about an hour outside of Chicago, so we don't get the lake effect as bad as they do. But uh, it's we haven't had really any snow this year. Last year on Halloween, we got like three inches, and this year like just a dusting so far. So we're lucky so far. <laughs> good. Yeah. So uh, how I usually start this is uh, talk since it's about Italian Americans, of course, uh, start uh, with where you're located now, uh, but where you trace your ancestry in Italy. Well, I'm located now in uh, rural North Carolina, but I was born in Kansas City, Missouri, not too far from where yeah. you live. Yep. And uh, we had uh, uh, a big Sicilian-American, Italian-American community, most uh, uh, bigger than people on the East Coast generally knew. When I went to college on the East Coast, people said, there are no Italians in Kansas City. And I said, oh, yeah, there are. I grew up in an Italian neighborhood. But, uh, uh, But my... Family, uh, my mother's family traces uh, their uh, roots back to a town in, uh, in uh, Puglia called Samarco La Capula. And the Spano side of my family traces their roots <clears throat> to the market Vucharilla okay. in, in downtown Palermo. Palermo yeah, and right. it's, it's uh, a very old market and it's a very sort of beautiful uh, kind of. Uh, uh, old old place I yep. mean, it's I've, just i've it, been there the stones could talk right they, yeah they no. all of history yeah my grandma's from there and uh so we went uh last time i was there was 11 years ago and i got to go and uh yeah it's it's a culture shock uh from from over here for sure it's but it's beautiful uh i loved it over there so yeah it, it uh, oddly enough it feels like home i yeah, i've never been there till fairly late in life but when i went i said uh, i feel this this feels yeah, like someplace i've been before yeah, i know yeah. and and that's kind of what uh, uh inspired me when i uh when i was there for the first time i said to myself you know i should do a film about this because everything everybody knows about sicily is uh, from gangster movies, and uh, that's just not enough. Now they're great gangster movies. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I love them, right, but right. but that's just not enough. We we had three thousand years of history. We have three thousand years of culture, and I wanted to tell the world about that, something about that, and to say, hey, we're a lot of things, and it's just not. Uh, guys in uh, Orsolino hats. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and it was uh, probably some of the most wonderful work I've ever done in my life. I mean, I was very happy to do it and, and uh, kind of fell in love with the place and the people and they with us. 
They were so good to us while we were there. Um, it, it, it just came about. And now it is, uh, you know, it, I've traveled around before COVID. I was traveling around giving, uh, uh, you know, showing the film for a lot of Italian American organizations, doing Q&A afterward, really meeting the communities and so forth. And I did that in the U.S. and in Canada. Uh, we got very good reception at uh, the Toronto Italian Film Festival. Okay. Uh, and now we're in distribution. And, and as you know, the film is available uh, on Amazon Prime and yeah. on Amazon uh, uh, for the DVD and so forth. But uh, uh, it's just been, that has been a great experience. And then in the middle of all this, along comes COVID. And I did a short film that got some visibility uh, called Dreaming of Sicily. And, um, um, and we're pretty grateful that that uh, was uh, uh, chosen by uh, the Palermo Short Film Festival as, as an entry. Nice. Now, I had a friend in Palermo who was going to go represent me during the lockdown, and then they decided not even to do the film festival in any kind of public way. So we're oh. sort of waiting to hear what they're going to do about that right now. Gotcha. But, gotcha. Um, uh, this this lockdown has been um, has been something for all of us, I, <laughs> yeah. especially for a performer like yourself. I mean, that you guys uh, you guys need to be out there. You need to be seeing the people. You need need to be pressing the flesh. That's what that's what show business is about. That's you right. Know? Yeah, it's tough. It's uh, that connection with people. Yeah, it's been tough. It's uh, you know we had probably one of our busiest years scheduled for our band this year, and uh, you know most of it's been moved to next year if you know, next year even happens, but, you know, a little glimmer of hope. Uh, I just got a, you know, an email that said hold a date for, you know, Columbus Day weekend uh, next year uh, for the festival, because there's a lot of festivals during that time. So you never know. We'll see what happens. I hope, uh, I hope things get back up and rolling and, you know, uh, we need the, uh, you know, our culture, our community needs the Italian festivals. Uh, you know, most big cities, most states have an Italian festival and, you know, our our community loves it, so I'm sure. I don't know if North if North Carolina. Yes, has, we do. Yeah. We have. Yes, North Carolina has uh, a, a pretty good lodge of sons and daughters of Italy. Pretty okay. active lodge. I'm involved in it, and we have in Raleigh. We have the oh, Italian festival. And that's right. I have heard of that one. We got our fingers crossed for <laughs> October that we're going to be able. We did it virtually this year. Okay. And uh, it, it was pretty good. Um, uh, the, my short film was in it. Uh, uh, lots of musician friends of mine performed. Um, and uh, that was wonderful. But uh, it's not as good as being no. out on the street, <laughs> having food, having a cold drink, you know. Exactly. Yeah, it's not the same. You know, uh, we're, we're all there. We all want to be there. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> I know, hopefully sooner than later. But uh, so before we get, you know, a little deeper into uh, being Sicilian and, you know, the, the films you've done, how did you actually get into filmmaking? When did that bug start from very early on or did it uh, start later? Pretty early on. When I was in high school, I was always interested in film. I made a couple of uh, short films. And uh, when I was in college, 
I went to work for the audiovisual department at Georgetown University in the basement of Lounger Library. And that was in 1972. And I say, I went to the audiovisual department in 1972 and I have never left. <laughs> I'm still there. I'm not exactly pushing around carts with projectors at this point. But, uh, but I started doing that work. Uh, I continued doing that work. Uh, and uh, uh, with a few exceptions in my life, I've veered off into one or a few other things, but uh, mostly my work has been film and television my entire career. Okay, very interesting. So um, you're also a writer, too, as, as well, correct? Yes, and that was, uh, I, I always said I used video to support my writing habit. Yeah. <laughs> And, and they kind of crossed over. Yeah, I, I, I write a lot of fiction, reviews, some nonfiction. Uh, um, I'm uh, uh, working on a series right now of, uh, of murder mysteries that take place in Kansas City in the late 50s and early 60s, actually, in, uh, in the neighborhood of, uh, of downtown Kansas City that is most familiar to me. I can sure. call it up in my mind. And, <laughs> and uh, I really like doing that writing. And, and uh, we've certainly had a lot of time for reading and writing lately, right. all of us. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I usually had a have a stack of books next to my bed that I that I keep trying to get to, and I've kind of winnowed that down some. You know, I yeah. uh, uh, now I'm I'm scrambling to find a new good book I want to read. You know? <laughs> yeah. So speaking of uh, Kansas City, I I could be wrong. I haven't finished the series yet. We we're like three or four episodes in. Uh, the new Fargo. Have you seen that? I haven't, but okay. I just got news from one of my nephews that 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 there's all this discussion of, of Kansas City, and I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go dig up those Fargo episodes and yeah. see telling kind of the stories. Kansas City uh, it has its own uh, Italian American history, that's for sure, and it, it, and. Uh, Film and television, they like the they like the crime side. They right, don't. Right. They, they they're not going to look on, uh, at uh, who made uh, the contributions to the arts or architecture or uh, exactly. uh, food and wine or, or uh, so forth. So uh, uh, you know, I write about it. Why shouldn't they? <laughs> uh, but the, the there is there is you know I keep always wanting to say there's this bigger story to tell. So we want to, we, we don't want to eliminate those things about ourselves, I guess. And sure. I mean, you, you have not, you're, you're living it. You're, you're making the music and out there. And I'm uh, admire that very much that you, well, thank how you. many generations has this gone on now in your family that you're making music? Well, uh, I'm sure in Sicily they were doing it for years and years and years, but my grandfather was the first, uh, you know, professional, musician he started in or from Aragona Sicily Agrigento area and uh, I know where it is yes yeah so he uh, he was a clarinet uh, saxophone player and singer and uh, he started with the Franco Licausi band and Franco Licausi wrote uh, Viti Necrozza so that's the claim to fame there which is you know one of the bigger well-known Sicilian songs and so 
my grandfather came to Rockford in the 50s and, you know, first of the family here. And, uh, you know, so I'm carrying his legacy. My dad was a drummer, too, played in my grandfather's band here in, in Rockford. So it's, you know, I guess three generations if you count my dad. And my uncle, my dad's brother, is actually the bassist in my band. So it's... Uh, great. Yeah. So grandfather, father, uncle, and me so far. And now my son, you know, it's it's great. Uh, you know, I it's not great, but it's also great at the same time. I'm sure you understand staying home. But, you know, during this staying home period, I've gotten closer to my son, teaching him, you know, Sicilian songs and Italian music. And this morning, actually, I was, I was going to get this microphone and my recording stuff. And on the way upstairs, he goes, uh, daddy, someday it's probably in a few more years, but I'm going to be in your band with you and uncle Tony and Frank. And I was like, well, I'm doing something right, I guess. Cause that's, <laughs> that's what I want. So hopefully we got four generations at some point. Okay, keep, great. <laughs> I love it. it. Yeah. So, um, now, did I like asking this question to you know everyone I interview? Um, some people don't, which which is fine. But did you have an? Uh, I'm sure you had an influence for getting into writing and you know uh, in film. But was there a specific Italian American or Italian uh, influence for film or writing or documentaries uh, that you really look up to? Well, for film, th- there's no question that there's a specific Italian that that when I was very young. I saw La Strada by Fellini and um, uh, it made me want to make movies. Uh, when I saw that movie, I, I guess, you know, I'd probably seen it fairly young, but I saw it again as a teenager in my late teens and, and, I, and I could take it pretty seriously then. I could see that this is, uh, this is really uh, a way to use film that Hollywood doesn't do, that, that, that uh, uh, we generally don't get this, this kind of depth in, in uh, uh, the Hollywood film. Sometimes we do, of course, but, but uh, when I saw La Strada uh, by Fellini, that changed me, it, it, it made me want, I say two people too. Uh, you know, when I saw Glass Menagerie, I wanted to be a writer by Tennessee Williams, I wanted to be a writer. And when I saw La Strada, I wanted to be a filmmaker. And, and uh, those were two big influences on me, I would say. Yes, nice. definitely. Nice. So, um, you know, you, talked, you touched on it a little bit about, um, you know, the misconceptions of Sicilians and, and Sicily, unfortunately, with crime. And, you know, that's what's been highly publicized. Do you think that's the, the biggest contribution to why there's so many misconceptions about us Sicilians and, you know, uh, they look, especially at the early period of immigration where, you know, how we were classified differently. It was Southern Italian, not Italian. And, um, so do you think there are other reasons for this, these misconceptions of us and that still hold unfortunately today? Um, and was that a big influence, uh, in you and your goal for really creating, you know, Sicily land of love and strife. Well, you, you, you're spot on there. Yes, it is. It was my goal. I mean, one of the things that, that, that we have to remember is, and this is uh, going from the NAACP record, the biggest uh, um, lynching in the history of the United States was of Sicilian Americans in New Orleans. Right. And um, 
And these people were whipped into a frenzy uh, uh, around uh, the death of a, uh, uh, a police chief and 11 people were lynched, probably none of whom had anything to do with his crime. Uh, what that tells you is that we as a people can go mindless, can just lose our reason uh, about any group, any action, any um, whipped up uh, accusation mm -hmm. that, that this can happen. Now, yes, the, 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 there were crime among Sicilian Americans in the United States, but there have been there has been crime among every immigrant group in the history of America. And why? That's a very interesting reason, because they were asked to come here and they were asked to work. And then they were told they were less than and they were put down and they were said, you got to live in a certain neighborhood and you can't have this job or that job. You can only do certain other jobs. Well, we're not buying that. None of us are buying that. You know, we 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 uh, we're going to look at 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 the promise of America and we're going to demand that America lives up to that promise. And the fact is, in the media, the media likes a good juicy story. The, the, the media is interested not in the, the 99% of Southern Italian Americans who are uh, um, part of the fabric that built this nation. Uh, and they want to point to, uh, you know, robbers and gangsters. And uh, why? Because this makes an exciting story. Right. The other stories seem kind of dull. Well, you know, while we're on this subject, I mean, uh, the the author and wine writer Dick Rosano and I are are in early development on a project about the contributions made by Italian-American people to the wine industry in Napa and Sonoma in California. Hmm. If it hadn't been for Italian people, there would be no wine industry. You know, this is a global wine industry. Right. You know, it's not a cartel for, <laughs> for, for, for crime. It's a global industry that is providing a, a really beautiful product that's on the table of many people with their families. You know, this isn't, uh, uh, you know, they're not, they're not making ever clear. <laughs> Right. right, you know, they're not making rot gut, they're making wonderful wine for people to break bread at their tables with their families. That's Italian culture come to the United States of America. The right. slow food movement in the United States 
Who's slow food? <laughs> Not America. All right. We are. All right. All right. Right. Uh, and and uh, th- those are the things that that well, I mean, that, that there are many others. I mean, you you can you can look at, at uh, uh, architecture, uh, math, and science. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, Italy has produced a great many mathematicians and scientists, uh, and and many of them, Enrico Fermi, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Marconi. Uh, th- these people had had presences in the United States, made contributions to to developing America. It, it's not just uh, gelato, you know, <laughs> which yeah, I'm no. very proud of. I'm <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we have it. Me too. Uh, uh, but uh, you know, we say that ice cream was invented in Paris, but actually, there uh, that the that the Arabs in Sicily found uh, on the hillsides of Etna, they found ice in the summertime down in in the caverns in the hillsides of Etna, and they uh, used it to uh, make all sorts of things. What probably what they made first was granita, if you know what that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's sort of the Italian version of a slushy. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, it's, it, I don't want to steal credit from anybody for these things, but I neither do I want it denied. You know, I don't want it denied. I mean, w- we are in the mainstream of many cultures now, not just in Italy. Where you know, I have met with the making of the film. I have met Sicilians from Canada, from New Zealand, from Australia, from uh, different countries in Latin America, from Argentina, Brazil, Venezuela. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have this diaspora. Actually, somebody even sent me the, the uh, email address of an Italian-American guy in Anchorage, Alaska. And uh, I, should, I wanted to write him, ask him where he got his canned tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably had to grow them himself. Uh, but, uh, I mean, we're, we're influenced. We've... We, We've been these places, we've influenced these communities, we've changed their cultures in lots of ways. Uh, you, you know, I know in Rockford, I know in Kansas City, <laughs> that Italian Americans have changed the food cultures of those communities. Oh, yeah. Pizza is, and the pizza is different here, you know. I lived, yeah, in, I lived in Florida. Yeah, I lived in Florida for six years. Couldn't find a good pizza in Florida, but Rockford... Oh known, yeah, Rockford's known for the pizza, and that's because it's heavily Sicilian. Um, you know. Yeah, and and Sicilians make a different pizza. You know. Do, yeah, yeah. Spinjuni. Yeah. 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 And that's pizza to me. Yeah, you know? that is. I love. I love. Yeah, that. yeah. You know, I didn't know you put anything but anchovies <laughs> until I, I was like fourteen or fifteen. You know, yeah. I didn't. What is? What do you mean putting other stuff on pizza? I, I you know, I thought you ate pizza on Friday. You know? You're <laughs> I know. not old enough to remember that we couldn't eat meat on Friday, right? So. Oh yeah, no, my family still does that. Um, so you know, one thing I wanted to ask you this too about you know the misconceptions about Sicilians. You know, of course, like we just discussed, a lot of it came. Every immigrant group in this country came from you know the United States and and all that, but. 
do you think some of it had to do with also our own country men, the northern Italians, telling the United States, you know, the southerns are not? There's no know. question about it. <laughs> okay. And I wonder, There's I always no wonder why, why that happened, why, you well, know, northern let, let Italy. Me, let me give you an anecdote that's very real that I'll never forget. When I first started putting out the word, when I was developing the Sicily film project, I, I reached out to a lot of Italian people, not only in the United States, but in Italy too. I got an email back from an Italian, a northerner, who said to me, uh, what are you making a film about those animals for? Jeez. I was stunned. Wow. I was, and I wrote back to him. I said, I'm one of those animals. Good for you. And, and uh, so, so that, that bias is, is still exists between the North and the South. Uh, I was on Favignana walking around with a group of people. Favignana, for those of you who don't know, is a tiny little island off of Trapani and it's breathtakingly beautiful. And it is, among other things, it is a, a, a bird preserve. So there's all of this really incredible uh, water uh, and rock around this island that wouldn't be very comfortable to sleep on. <laughs> Right. <laughs> on the beach, but it is, it's perfect habitat for birds. And mm. I, I was going around there and there were some folks from the North. I, I, I don't know where they were from, I think. Uh, and uh, uh, the, the friend who was with me whispered to me, he said, uh, it's like they're in another country. And I said, they are. Yeah. You yeah. know, they, they, they didn't, they didn't know Sicily existed. They didn't know. They didn't know how it existed, and many, many people in Italy and in the United States did not know how the southern part of Italy existed. But it did exist, and it it, it had a culture, uh, many cultures, a varied cultures. Really, you know, Sicily was conquered again and again, right. uh, and. Uh, the old guys were the bad guys and the new guys were the good guys. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, and, and that, um, uh, that created this adaptation, you know, that, that there, there's this blend of cultures that that's, uh, you know, I say in the film, it's, it's, it's not Europe. It's not, Asia, it's not Africa, it's not the Middle East, but it's a little bit of all of them. Right. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, there are couscous restaurants in Sicily, in Palermo. It's Sicilian food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, well, you I, know. I was in for a shock when I was there. You know, I, growing up, um, I knew we were Sicilian, and that kind of goes into my next question, too. We kind of... It all goes together, all these questions, but about why Sicilians are Sicilians, we're not Italians, why we're so proud to be Sicilian. And a lot of it comes from because of the struggles and we're just very proud from of where we came from. But, you know, like you said, I did not know growing up that the heavy Arabic, you know, influence I, until I went there. 
you know, I went to, uh, there's a place in Palermo, uh, I can't even remember the name. There's like this whole, you know, uh, like a museum outside where, um, the uh, maybe, um, it's, it starts with an N. I can't, uh, I can't remember it right now, but it's very Arabic. And I was looking around and thinking like, why, why the heck is this <laughs> here? This doesn't make any sense. And them telling me, uh, you know, I was 18 at the time. And that's the first time I really found out that it was just this hodgepodge and, of everything. And on the western part of the island, uh, you could kind of divide. The island is was, was divided by the Arab conquerors into three emirates, right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, uh, the western uh, top third uh, of, of, of the island was primarily a, a, an Arab area where my family's from. I think probably where your family's right. from. Yep. Uh, I, I have some suspicions that my family is Spanish because uh, we're very tall and most Sicilians aren't very tall. Right. Uh, you know, my grandfather uh, Spano was, was 6'3". Uh, you know, my dad and my uncles were all real tall. My brothers, I mean, so there's, there's all this height and, you know, you go to Sicily, not everybody, not men are, are generally not that tall. So I'm thinking that maybe there's some Spanish blood there. I'm the tallest Shirelli ever and I'm 5'10". So there 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 you you go. go. Yeah. (laughs) That tells you. Yeah. Yeah. That, but uh, uh, but that that western part of the island hugely Arabic influenced, and the Arabics are the, the the Arabs actually kind of gave up uh, the, the land around Etna because and around Messina and so forth because they didn't like the earthquakes in the volcano. They didn't they didn't want any part of that. Hmm. Uh, well, you know Messina's been. <laughs> <laughs> been crumbled to the ground, right, right. you know, numerous times, right, yeah. and, and been rebuilt again and again. Um, uh, you can hardly blame them. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it wasn't uh, 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 the best place to live. Right. Yeah. So, what do you love so far about your career? You know, as a writer and a filmmaker. What do I love so far? So far, <laughs> I would have to say when I was very young, I wanted to do these things. And I have been blessed and fortunate enough to be able to do them. And I love that. Mm-hmm. And I keep, uh, emailing my cameraman saying any day now we're going to get this COVID vaccine <laughs> and we're going to go start shooting a movie. I mean, that, that uh, uh, you know, there's all this discussion of flow and being in your, being in your uh, groove and so forth. And gosh, I'm t- telling this to a musician, right? right. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys know this, that you get into a certain, and when I'm out there, uh, making that movie, uh, is it hard work? Yes, it's hard work. And yes, it's long hours. But there is that part of, of it that gets you into that mode, into that, 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 
that flow and you want it and you, you, you know, and then, and the ideas come, you know, you think, Oh, what am I going to do about this? But then all of a sudden out of nowhere, out of, from some ancient <laughs> Sicilian from 3000 years ago, you know, the ideas kind of come out of us, right. You know, and, and, uh, it is a very good life that I am able to do this. That, yeah. that I, I never forget that uh, certainly could my father do it? No, no. My father worked his whole career in a steel mill, his whole working life. And then when he retired, he was an investor and he was retired 30 years. I mean, hmm. uh, my father retired when I was 26 and he died when I was 56. I mean, he had, wow. <laughs> he had, a, he had a very long life. Wow. And he 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 uh, saved his money, invested his money, and he was, uh, you know, and this is a guy that didn't didn't finish grammar school, yeah, but he finished his life uh, basically being an investor, and uh, uh, so so it wasn't uh, lack of intelligence, you know, what was it? it? Was lack of opportunity, you know, the best he could do was. Uh, you know, he came back from the war. Well, uh, he'd already had a baby when he came back from the war. He came back from the war. He went to work in a steel mill. It paid good. There were union jobs. You know, that's the story of, of uh, Kansas City, the story of Rockford and around there. Why are we all here? Or why did we all, our families go there? Because there were union jobs. That's why. And they yeah. got good pay and they got benefits. And I had health insurance and I could right. go to uh, Jesuit boys school and to college. And, you, you know, that... Uh, my grandfather couldn't have done these things. Certainly, I don't know very much about my great grandparents, but they were, I do know that they were in the produce business and that it was a hard row to hoe and both uh, on both sides of the Atlantic. Yeah. And um, uh, so what I have, what I have achieved is, uh, you know, I, I and what any of us have achieved is that we're standing on the shoulders of others. Yeah. You know, without whom we couldn't be doing what we're doing now. You know, just the luxury of, of, of uh, Saturday morning podcasts between the two of us. First of all, who could have imagined the technology? I, I know. It's, it's you know, and, and, uh, when the, and then to, to be, um, um, solvent and coherent and engaged enough to be able to do this right now is uh, it's wonderful wow, it, it's amazing yeah. that's the part that i can't forget that 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 uh, i didn't uh, it, do this magically on my own <laughs> right <laughs> right you know boom there's Mark. He's a filmmaker. He's a writer. Boom. No, it, it, it took something. It, it, and, and many other people are part of that something, certainly. No, it's amazing. You know, all the stories, we all have similar stories. And, you know, my grandfather, same thing, didn't finish sixth grade and took a train to Northern Italy and walked across the mountains to France because there was no work. And it's just like, man, kids nowadays, they're six, 
in sixth grade, eighth grade, they're still holding their parents' hands to walk across the street. It's a, it's amazing to think, uh, you know, my grandmother was sent here alone on a ship at nine years old. You know, my, my mom came over from Sicily when she was nine years old. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's amazing. And, you know, one thing, um, I haven't asked this to anybody else, uh, but I wonder if in all your, you know, travels and speaking to Sicilians and Sicilian Americans, have you ever discovered many that, of course, are so proud to be Sicilian, but because they left such bad conditions, never wanted to go back? That was a thing in my family. For oh, some, yeah. my grandfather oh, yeah. refused. Saw, yeah, actually, my, they didn't talk about it. Yeah, they didn't talk about it. And you know, uh, uh, in, in my film and in some other books, people have talked about. Uh, the whole mining situation with the Ferusi kids and so yeah. forth. You know, these were pretty bad things that, 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 that they had to sign off for this child labor, for them to have money to eat. Yeah. You know, uh, this was a hard, hard thing to do. Uh, there was famine. Uh, that, that uh, people didn't want to remember that. I mean, when I'm walking the streets of Palermo, I wonder: Did my grandmother know about this? Did she know? Did she, she may have seen this building or or or, or the or the uh, church or whatever? But did she know as much about it that as I've had the opportunity to learn? And because of my reading, because of uh, uh, so forth, and and probably not that that the history of Sicily, the the knowledge that that you know, those are things that come later. Those are when 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 you're scrambling for your next meal, when you're not sure if you've got a roof over your head. Those those move up. <laughs> as the priorities there's right. no question and I, I think that that's part of <clears throat> if they didn't want to return if they didn't want to talk about it I think that's where that came from that, that they they didn't want to uh, relive bad memories and and I, I'm I'm sympathetic with that I mean, yeah. I can be very sympathetic with that. Yeah, you know, like my mom, I've gone back. I've gone. I wasn't born there, but my mom's gone back. My grandmother, who came when she was nine, went back. They didn't have so, so many, you know, deep memories at, you know, eight, nine years old. But my grandfather, you know, he came here when he was 26. So, mm -hmm. I mean, he lived it. I mean, I don't blame him. I, his story was always... Uh, you know, he, he would go to church every day and pray to God, get me the hell out of here. I'll never, I promise I'll never come back. And, uh, cause I mean, and he didn't, and he, he never did. You know, even when I went, his wife, my grandmother took me and we begged him, please just come. You're fine. You know, God's not going to think anything different. No, I'm not going back. You show me the video. I don't want to go back. And, you know, I don't blame some of it, you know, growing up, you know, six years old during the war, and he, they had no shoes. They'd steal the shoes off the dead soldiers, he used to tell me, out in the fields in, in Sicily. And it's just, you know, it's got to be bad memories, so you don't... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. And, and, and uh, uh, you know, we know a lot more about trauma right, exactly. now than we did then. Right. Uh, there's no reason. You don't make people repeat no. their traumas if, if they don't choose to. Uh, uh, let them uh, 
deal with that sorrow however they know how. Exactly. But, but certainly I've seen that. Yes, I've seen it where people didn't want to, uh, 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 you know, they didn't want to go back. They didn't want to think about those things. You yeah. know, if it was all peachy, <laughs> Yeah, we they wouldn't, wouldn't have left. Yeah, they wouldn't have left. Exactly. They wouldn't have left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so before we get to the end of this, the question I ask uh, everybody on this, uh, what is your hope specifically for the future of Italian-American entertainment? And do you have a good or a bad feeling that there's others like us, you know, musicians, film industry, actors that uh, are continuing the Italian-American culture in their, in their entertainment work? Well, with my project, I have been networked into a huge group of incredibly talented people. How could I be anything but optimistic about that? Now, I think uh, for those of us in show business, so to speak, uh, <coughs> the end of the pandemic would be helpful. Right, yeah. But I, 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 I foresee that there's only going to be more really exciting stuff. I mean, people like Michaela Mussolino, people like uh, um, there's a guy in Toronto that's got your last name. What's his? Is uh, oh, really? He's a Shirelli and he, he's huh. an actor and singer. I mean, and I've met authors and and uh, musicians of every stripe mm -hmm. uh, uh, jazz players incredible jazz players yeah. uh, that that that's exciting and uh, and that makes us not only very Italian but it also makes us very American you know that that uh, uh, we've uh, uh, knitted the fabric uh, of uh, of the culture of this nation, and, and uh, I don't want anybody to forget that. I don't want to. I don't want anybody to be eliminated. But I don't want our contribution to be forgotten. Right. And I am. I am nothing but optimistic about the future. Now, I grant you, younger people, newer generations see themselves much more fully American. They don't, they don't, they don't see this divide. And, and, and that's good in a way. I mean, I grew up in a neighborhood where it was clear uh, I was Italian and the people who weren't were not Italian. That those were, those were very clear distinctions. Um, did we choose that? No, I think America brought that to us. Right, right. You know, they reminded us of who we were and uh, where we lived and how we were supposed to live. And uh, not all of us bought it. Right. I certainly didn't buy it. Right. Uh, and uh, um, uh, the, the next generation, they don't have these experiences. Well, of course, we don't want them to have these experiences. The 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 the, the famine, the the having to uh, take the shoes from right. uh, uh, dead GIs. I mean, geez, horrible stuff. 
Right. I mean, no, we're, we're glad they don't. Uh, but still, we want them to know who they are and to have at least some connection to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, my work has always been sort of imbued with a little bit of memory, no matter what it was about. Memory of place, memory of time, you know, uh, uh, that... Uh, that's how we evoke a feeling uh, in film and writing. You know, we don't we don't have these magical evocations that musicians have. <laughs> yeah. uh, you guys, you guys can evoke something a little more magically than we can. You you entice us against our will, and I love that about music. Music pulls you in whether you like it or not. Exactly. You know? That that is yeah. interesting. That's, uh, and that's uh, what a great way to make a living. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, it's unfortunately, you know, the, the majority of the country, you know, people my age nowadays, you know, their 20s or 30s, if they're Italian, most of the time they're already fourth, fifth generation Italians. And oh, most, yeah, most sure, of it, sure. most of it's forgotten. They don't remember a lot of it. So, you know, me with, you know, my mom, my parents still being from there, you know, I'm still whatever, one, one and a half generation. It's a little, yeah, so it's a little different, but, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, I found this in, 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 in Hamilton. I, I, I visited Hamilton, uh, uh, in Canada and, and most of them emigrated after the war to Canada. Right. And uh, they had much closer ties to Sicily, like like your family, where my family immigrated, you know, my mother's family early in the 20th century and my father's family actually uh, late in, in the 90s, yeah. 1890s, you know, wow. uh, the Spanish side's been here a long time. Wow. Yeah. Uh, over 100 years. Well. And the Pellegrino side, just a little bit over a hundred years. Wow. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, it's a different it's a different thing. They, and they didn't have the communications that we have now, to, right. and the transportation the, 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 that we have, you know, to be able to go back and to stay in touch and to, so forth. Exactly. So yeah, it's different. You're lucky in that respect. <laughs> yeah. You, no. I am. You, you have uh, a little closer access to your roots. Yeah, yeah. No, I, you know, the pandemic's been making me uh, really dig into the family tree stuff, and I've, I've gone. Oh, good. good. Yeah, I've, I've gotten back to this. Before this, none of us, even my parents, really knew past our great grandparents, and now uh, I'm back to the 1700s, uh, almost, Whoa. almost on both sides. So it's, uh, you know, some of it I can't find. You know, my, my dad's mother, so. Uh, I can only get back to her parents. For some reason, all the records are gone, and I think that has a lot to do with because she's the only one in my family that's from Palermo, and I think the war had a lot to do with that, with the bombing, and a yeah. lot of a lot of things were, you know, they can't find. So I can't I can't find anything on that side. But uh, it's interesting, you know, uh, you know, the first immigrant of the family here truly was the fifties, um, but. I've now discovered they were coming back in the early 1900s, but they were just coming back to work. They well, work. They know, work. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. A great many people came here and went back. 
you yeah, know? they did. And yeah. they, they got a little bit of money and they said, okay, we're going back to Italy. And uh, they could uh, manage to buy a farm or create a business or whatever with the, with the money they brought back and, and yeah. That's interesting. Uh, stayed in Italy. Yep. So, uh, well, once again, I really appreciate your time. And before we go, um, I know you mentioned a few things you got in the works, like, you know, the, the wine, uh, the Napa Valley thing, but do you have any other books, films, documentaries you have upcoming or how can people find out more about you? Let's, let's well, uh, uh, I'm a real easy guy to find markspano.com, you know, uh, www.markspano.com is my website and it tells what I'm doing. Uh, like I said, Dick Rosano and I are, are working and development on this uh, idea for the Italian families that uh, founded uh, the Napa Sonoma wine industry in California. Um, uh, Karen LaRosa, who has been an associate of mine for a few years that we've worked together, we're talking about Sicilian wine. These are hardship projects, you know, having to go around the world. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> make a film about the wine you know, <laughs> yeah. somebody's got to do it <laughs> you know, but, you know I, I, I sacrifice yeah. uh, I, I've got a couple other things I'm, I'm working on a book right now I'm uh, trying to get this series this crime series that I've got uh, written this murder series I've got written about the Kansas City I'm trying to get that uh, sold. And, uh, so there's always something to do, you know, I can always keep working. And, uh, even with the COVID-19, I, I can, uh, that's good. Keep I busy. can sit at my desk and type my little heart out. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, I will for sure, uh, include your, your website link. I'll, I'll, uh, include a link to, uh, the Amazon prime sicily land of love and strife so people can if they haven't watched it watch it i've seen it like i said i watched it about a couple months ago with my wife uh we really enjoyed it so uh you did a great job with that and uh so yeah so hopefully everybody listening to this will will go uh it's still it, it's it got to be still on prime correct oh yeah okay yeah, so yeah so people can go on there and and uh, give it a watch so once again i really appreciate your time i hope everybody checks you out and watches your stuff reads your books and uh hopefully we'll chat again next time okay great looking forward to it thank you so much all right and thank you everybody for uh listening and watching the italian american entertainment podcast and uh we'll catch you ne next time Bye bye